Welcome to Cancelled. We're back, Patine and I, just having a little Golden Globes wrap-up. <laughs> yeah, just two grown just men. Two grown men <laughs> talking about dresses and shit. I can't believe he wore that. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny because, like, as a dude, I feel like it's really easy to look nice. You just wear a suit that fits. Right. But still, like, you watch these Golden Globes and some of like the choices these dudes make, you're like, all you have to do is wear a tuxedo and you're going to look great. Why yeah, are you... You can just rent one at this point. Like, it's rent really one. so easy. <laughs> like, you don't, you don't have 200 bucks? You're going to the Golden Globes. I feel bad. Like, the women obviously have it so much worse. Oh, God. They just have to, like, have some crazy costume. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and then, like assholes like me picking apart i'm literally sitting here watching it last night with my girlfriend and i was like oh what are those rhinestones about i don't have any fucking idea what i'm talking about i know she's literally like no i that's actually like high fashion it looks great and i'm like if you say so well that's what's so weird it's funny because i literally know exactly what dress you're talking about when you said that rhinestone yeah i was watching it last night i was just like some of the outfits are like i but you don't have anyone that could be like, okay. Here's the deal: if you're if if you're a, a famous actress or actor and you're listening to the show, and I know you fucking are, <laughs> give me fifty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> fly me out, and I'll say, look, I'm a pretty normal dude. Right. That looks fucking dumb. It's not. They're not dressing for us, man. Yeah, they're not dressing for normal dudes. They're well, dressing for like fashion people who know better than us. We're both sitting. You're sitting here in your work t-shirt. I'm wearing. Dollar store basketball <laughs> shorts. We yeah. should not be talking about this. I guess it is telling that I literally go to work in a t-shirt at my bar. I probably <laughs> yeah, shouldn't yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, what does this shirt mean? Like, yeah, dude, shut up. <laughs> oh, shit. I did laugh. Uh, apparently, this is such... We can get a little too fucking sensitive sometimes yeah. as, like, a society. People got pissy because, I guess, two people fucked up. Is that, so there's a movie called Hidden Figures, and then there's a movie called Fences, and two people accidentally said Hidden Fences, and okay. uh, I, but they're both black movies, so people are like, oh, it's oh. confusing, the only two black movies is here or whatever. And I'm like, Oof. dude, as a person who just speaks publicly, like, somewhat for a living, yeah. sometimes you just fucking fuck up. Yeah. Like, those words are similar. Calm down. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's always awkward, but then, like... A part whenever that happens, a part of me is like, if I did that and someone was like, "What the fuck?" I'd be like enraged. I'm like, "No, I made a mistake. It's not yeah, a big yeah, deal." Yeah. I clearly but just made a mistake. Whenever I see anyone else do it, I'm like, "That motherfucker!" <laughs> it's just an opportunity for me to feel good about myself. Yeah, 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 Can yeah, you yeah. believe I would never? <laughs> but this guy, just a piece of shit. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of pieces of shit, yeah, I love the show. I think Kolchak. The person might be kind of a piece of shit. A little. He might be a little bit of a piece of shit. A little, It's coming out in these episodes. Yeah. Uh, For someone who is... Oh, well, that's more the fourth episode. We can talk about whatever. Uh, He's kind of into plagiarism. Yeah. Like, he's just letting this woman write his article for him. Yeah, it's it's odd because he's letting this woman write an article for him with the... And, like, kind of buttering it up. Like, well, if it does well, I could probably get you a job. Like, no, you're you're not going to do... You're lying. You're going to leave this woman behind and go back home and forget she existed a week (laughs) from now. Like you do every person you meet. Yeah. Uh Or just call her fat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, some fatso wrote this for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Byline. Bye, fatso. (laughs) Says it in the actual paper. (laughs) A dish reporting by Fat Woman. Oh, great. Uh, Episode three is called... has a good name, actually. Yeah, very good. It's called... uh, What was it? They are... They were, they are, they will always be, or something like that. Yeah, it's, it was, uh, they have been, they are, they will be. Is the name of this episode? A very. It, it popped up at the beginning, and I was like, okay, this is fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, let's start with the fact that there's a beginning. There's like a credit sequence now. Yeah, I think is good. It's a yeah. nice touch. Um, <laughs> uh, also, I do have to say for myself, last week. We were like, what kind of monsters do you want to see? And I was like, oh, I'd really like to see a fucking UFO episode. And immediately. UFO episode. Fucking yeah. nailed it. The secret. It works. Uh, you just will <laughs> it into existence. Put, that, put positivity out to the world. Uh, there are moments that date this for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very funny to me that it's World Series time, and he's very excited because the Cubs haven't... Uh, it'll be the first time the Cubs are in the World Series in 29 years. Yeah. And it's 1974. It's just, <laughs> it just puts into perspective what a shit team that was. Those fucking guys. <laughs> they just suck. Well, it's funny because, like, it, yeah, it, it, it is... Another dated thing is, is at the beginning he's, like, working on a typewriter. Right. And I, I, I just think to myself, like, 
watching like a grown man on a typewriter, it makes him somehow like seem kind of tough. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why. Which is funny because now, if I ever if I see someone on a typewriter now, I'm like, oh, this fucking asshole yeah. thinks he's cool. Yeah, yeah, but back yeah. then, that's literally all they had. Has one of those big suitcase typewriters at the coffee shop, just trying to fucking brag. Dude, I've I've heard people like on Facebook, Twitter, be like, I'm at a coffee shop and some creep <laughs> has a typewriter. If I was at the coffee shop, I I would leave. But before yeah. I would leave, I'd just be like, hey man, you're a fucking asshole, and I just want you to know, right. we all know what you're doing, and right. I'm leaving, and fuck you. <laughs> yeah, just pour coffee on his fucking papers, <laughs> retype those asshole, because you have to, because you're yeah, not using you a computer, to. like a human in 2016. So yeah, it's so cool to see him on a typewriter, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah old, yeah. then I had him like, yeah, old school journalism, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means nothing. <laughs> Uh, Get his hands dirty, journalism. What yeah. fuck you, Pat? Yeah, 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 smell of ink or some bullshit. Uh, also, he so uh, another thing I like about this episode is characters are back. Uh, uptight, the, the uptight's back. The the shitty uh, female who he sent in the cab to Brooklyn uh, in the last episode. Yeah. She's back. She's back. Uh, well, you know, they, she didn't have to move there. Took another cab. Took another cab back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very much in debt. Um, which we kind of find out later in this episode might be the case. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. The IRS shows up or whatever. She also says the dumbest thing. So the uh, the episode starts. We should jump around. Stop yeah. jumping around so much. To give a little idea of what's happening. The episode starts and there is a uh, a bunch of reports of like animals going missing from the zoo. Uh, <laughs> there's a like a, a leopard and there was a panther before that. For whatever reason, Kolchak is very interested in this. Well, what really piques his fucking interest? What I really liked is that. So you mentioned like the Cubs is so like he has tickets to go right. see the Cubs. And yeah, he's, yeah, like, he's uptight. Psyched. He's got. Here's another dated thing. He's gotten up. Uh, uptight has promised him tickets. I'm calling him uptight too now. Oh yeah, has uh, has promised him a ticket to one of the World Series games because he because Kolchak saved him from a very angry roller derby player. Which they never flat out say, which is why it's so dated. <laughs> they just use roller derby terminology, and everyone at the time know like is clearly supposed to know what a jammer is. Yeah. I just know this from like living in hipster fucking <laughs> roller derby resurgence times. But yeah. like he's using these terms because this was like a thing. He's like a two hundred and seventeen pound behemoth on coasters or whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> uh, so he gets so uptight is promised to be taken. So he's gonna go, and then. What I really like, and th- this is how you know that like the show has created characters that you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense for him to do. Right? Is Vincenzo knows exactly how to manipulate Kolchak. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just like, oh yeah, a couple of uh, weird things are happening, but you know what? You go on to your ball game. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 I will go to my ball game, but but what, what what's going on? Like he totally just like reels him in, knows how to push his buttons. It's just such a funny thing. Like, like their back and forth is still my favorite part of the show. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a bunch of good Vincenzo. Oh, he's the best. At one point, Vincenzo's like, he comes back, and it was so out of the blue. Uh, Colchick comes back to the office, and Vincenzo is like, eating this huge catered meal. There's like a waiter. That was so cups. funny. Yeah. It was just like making him like table side food. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? He won a bet. He won a bet. Like yeah. they explain it and it actually makes sense. It's one of those things where like, oh, the fucking uh, like reporter from the Times, yeah. you know, like those cross city bets or whatever on the World Series, which is awesome. Uh, but then that guy serving him like brains and shit. It was just very weird. odd. Yeah. Very but, strange. But Vincenzo sitting there like, with, like a napkin tucked into his shirt. Like, <laughs> Just such classic, like, fat guy eating. It's so good. <laughs> classic fat guy eating. That's exactly what it's it exactly is. What I didn't think about a, that. Another movie or television show where you've seen anyone other than a baby or a fat guy eating with a bib. And, like, a, a lobsters, it's, like, occasional, yeah. very rare. But, like, the last time I saw a bib was John Candy eating that steak in fucking uh, Great Outdoors. Uh, so... So uh, uh, Kolchak goes to check. He's on his way to check out the zoo uh, uh, missing animal zoo uh, yeah. zoo reports. Uh, but something comes across. The, he's got like a police scanner and it comes across. It's just like a, a shots fired, so officer down. So he goes to check that out. And here's where I'm starting to like kind of side with the cops. He just pulls up to like not even a crime scene, just an active fucking like hostage situation yep. shootout. As far as he knows, just bullying his way past cops. I'm pressed. It's fine. Out of it's the way. It's so funny that he just shows up. 
and it's just in the middle of like thirty-five firefights. Doesn't seem to bother him. Nope, he's just sort of fine. he's just he there. He just kind of holds his hat on top nope. of his head. He's wearing a bright by. blue suit <laughs> sticking out. <laughs> just such a could not be more of a target. Yeah, and he's yeah, just yeah, there. Yeah. I'm the news. I'm here for the news. <laughs> My favorite. So it's uh, I actually really like this because they jump right into like supernatural craziness. And we're maybe five minutes into the episode. He shows up, and there's like, you know, like, whoa, what's happening? What's happening? And then this wall, like, on the side of this building explodes out. It, like, just explodes out. Cops start just flying everywhere. It is the funniest thing. So good. You literally, and it's silent. There's no noise, there's no music, and you just, like, you see this wall kind of shaking, and then this, there's one cop in the back who just comes, like, from behind the wall, he's, so he's already in the air when you see him, and he just goes flying over the top of this car. It is so goddamn funny. It's so goofy. That there's, like, three, or, it's... It's a bunch it's of cops. Because, like, the first, so when this explosion happens, I kind of was like, oh, fuck, in the background you see this cop, like, soaring in slow motion through the air, and I was like... That's pretty funny. Yeah. And then it happened nine <laughs> times in a row. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. dying. I could not stop laughing. So many. It was so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do a good job, both in this episode and the fourth episode, of people flying through the air. And it looks real. Like, uh, it looks there is good, one man. example in the next episode that looks very bad. Yeah. And I will point that out in the next episode. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's real bad. But mo- for the most part, yeah. yes, a lot of them look really, really good. I couldn't. I because there's such dying. practical effects. There's no, like, whatever. Literally, yeah. they just threw a a man just- and then <laughs> filmed this. So it's like, yeah, this works. What do you do for a living? I get thrown through the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Is it a fetish thing? No, they tape me. What? <laughs> sounds like a fetish <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the wall crumbles. There's a giant pile of like lead bricks yeah. that disappear in front of everybody. And there's Kolchak and 15 cops looking at it. That just witnesses out the asshole, right? And immediately yeah. I was just like, oh, I can't wait to see the cops explain how this isn't a thing. Uh, and literally, his explanation is maybe I didn't see it. Like that's all he has. Yeah, buddy. No, like, <laughs> just, come on. We both were standing next to each other, and we watched those like two tons of lead vanish. It literally just like blinks out of existence, and the cops like, well, maybe it didn't. I yeah, very weird. Uh, but it's also just like he's like, no, they just disappeared, and the cops like, you'll disappear too if you know what's good for you. It's like yeah. fucking a meat. Why are you so a meat? Like I do not understand why the cops go into cover up mode. Instantly. It's as if they have so much doings with the supernatural right. that they're just always ready to start to cover up. It's so odd that, that, that they're like, again, and we, we, we've, we've said this a lot, it's just so funny that they're like, Kolchak just shows up, they're shooting guns, cops are going flying through the air, all yeah. this nonsense. They don't seem to mind he's there. But the second that he's like, Hey, you know that weird thing that we all we saw? We just saw. Then they're like, get out of here! It's like, dude, it's like, why are you... Yeah, it seems like an odd hit. Like, that seems like an odd point to start the argument. Very strange, yeah. You would think you'd want someone else to back up your crazy fucking... Right! ...experience, but no, not the case. No. Uh, there's also... So he he leaves, uh, and he's on his way. He's on his way to the zoo, Finally, but there's like a, a radio, uh, just like a thing, like a, he's got the radio on, it's like a talk show, like a call-in show, and this guy is complaining about that there's all this black goo all over his yard. It seems to be a radio show that you can just call and complain. Like, it's yeah. very odd. I don't, I don't quite I don't, get what the radio show was. I, it just seems to be like, yeah, if you have problems with, your, like, the city, you call in, like, okay. or whatever. And the guy's like, there's... Black goo all over my yard. It smells terrible. And he just goes, my grandfather fell in it. I laughed so hard. <laughs> he says it like a fucking vaudeville. Ah, my grandpa slipped in the goo. He's just, it's so fucking good. Oh, I laughed so And I really was hoping that when Kolchak pulled up, there'd just be an old man trying to, like, trying to stand up, but he can't get his footing. He's just... <laughs> 20 minutes later, he's still <laughs> slipping and sliding in that goo. Oh, that really made me laugh. I thought I could do it this time, but I can't. <laughs> it's just <laughs> falling. <laughs> Buddy, come on. Uh, he, goes to the, uh, he goes to the zoo. There's a lady scientist there. I yeah. that was pretty progressive for 1974. Hell yeah, 1974. You did it. <laughs> One time. Yeah. Then Kolchak showed up and was like, look at this fat-ass scientist. <laughs> Kolchak, come on. She's also not a great scientist. No. Uh, she's just kind of like, yeah, I don't even know what this shit is. Like, she doesn't really 
care. That yeah, much. she's the least curious scientist of all time. And she, well, she's also like lying, right? Yeah. So we, fi- she keeps saying like all these animals died of heart attacks, and then eventually Kolchak gets the truth out of her that uh, there was all this goo or whatever. Uh, all the animals have had all their bone marrow sucked out. Yeah. Uh, which is fucking gross and awesome. It's so disgusting. To think about. <laughs> it's so gross. Uh, the, like, when you when he gets to the zoo and he sees the cage, just the bars are just, like, snapped through. Yeah. Uh, which is, I thought was cool. Very cool. Uh, <laughs> he's like, the fucking, the late, but I, as soon as I was like, oh, this is progressive, they have a lady scientist. She's immediately kind of racist, where she's just like, uh, <laughs> She's like talking about how oh, they found all these animals dead or whatever. And like she's like uh, he says something about like she says something about like, they did this and Colchuk's like they who and she's like oh the same people that the pranksters the same one that spray painted the elephants gold uh huh poor Zapata and she he's like what happened what do you mean Zapata is that the elephant he's like no that's the the groundskeeper's first day back from a three day binge and that's the first thing he's supposed to see is this golden elephant and I was like why does poor Zapata have to be an alcoholic yeah. Very odd. It's unnecessary. Like, like I get you're trying to build a character, but what you've told me is Mexicans drink, and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> we found Heineken and Bud Light everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we well, found okay. Bud Light lines. Can we be more stereotypical about this, please? Come on, what are we doing here? Uh, he finally tracks down like the. Uh, the person that called in the complaint on the radio show, and he mm-hmm. goes to the house, and some crew came and cleaned everything up right away, and. But they cleaned it up with, like, apparently flamethrowers and shit. That was so weird. And it's Dick Van Patten, by the way, is the fucking, uh, the guy who is, like, the the person whose house it is. Yeah. And uh, he has my favorite exit ever. He just goes, so Colchak's just talking to him, and uh, the guy's telling him all the shit that's happening in the neighborhood. He's like, there's crime everywhere. He's like, see that broken window in my neighbor's house? Somebody came in and stole all the stereo equipment. Uh, they found the cabinet, but all the guts were gone. Yeah. And then somebody killed... He goes, uh, and then, see that house? That's Miss So-and-So. Somebody killed five of her cats. She's still got 12, because she's one of those types, and he does the, <laughs> the crazy, like, yeah. hand signal inside yeah, yeah. his head. And then when he's going to leave, he just goes, like, uh, trying to find the exact line. Uh, he's like, because she's one of those. And then Colton goes, uh, so, uh, uh, he asks, like, what his name is, or the guy, the woman's name, and he goes, Cecilia, or whatever her name is. Goes, Cecilia. Yeah. I have to leave. And then he just walks the fuck out of frame. <laughs> he just goes, I have to leave. And walks out. That's the laziest writing I've ever fucking heard. Clearly in the writing room, they were like, how do you end the scene? We're on a deadline. Nice fuck it. Just, I have to leave. <laughs> People say that in real life. It's yeah. not that unbelievable. Yeah, but no one says it. And then <laughs> no storms one. off. Who would do that? Never, it's the rudest thing I've ever seen. It's so life. weird. Especially when some guy's like, hey, tell me your problems. And you like list them all up. I have to leave now. It's like, well, all right. Well, why would anyone? He's just taking pictures of them the whole time and shit. Yeah. Um, there's another moment of weird. So, the, again, this is cold checks. So there's all these like tabloidy voiceovers. There's a moment where we see a new character who's just like Jose, whoever the fuck his name is, doesn't matter. And he's like, uh, he's out on parole and no money. And he puts the first condition at risk to try to improve the second. Yeah. And you see this guy steal this lady's purse. He runs downstairs and he runs into, like, he runs around, he runs into this building, breaks in this building, and it's like a like an appliance store or something. Yeah. It's a bunch of like electronic store or something. And the, there's no money in the purse, but then he looks. He's like, "Oh, there's all the stuff there." And the fucking voiceover goes, "Wealthy beyond his wildest dreams." Is he? <laughs> there's like five TVs that are real to real. There's yeah, not even that much stuff in that room. And also, like, that's not his stuff. Yeah, well, well, I mean, he's clearly mean? a thief. Yeah, but like, it's just yeah, yeah. That was very weird. That whole that whole sequence is very odd. Like, it's, it's almost like. It's, it's, it's interesting when shows introduce a character and give them a full name and a yeah. quick backstory, and they die immediately. Yeah, three like, minutes later. All right, well, then why, why do we even get to know this guy? Like, when- I, I feel like that it did feel very disjointed. It's, it's clearly there to like advance this idea that the aliens are stealing electronic equipment. Yeah, I will say this episode of all the ones we've seen is the most disjointed. It's a lot of jumping around yeah. and a lot of sort of like forced-in moments to explain stuff yeah. that doesn't really fit. Uh, he does go back to Gordy the Ghoul again. Which I, I love enjoyed. that he's back. I love that he's back. Uh, I love that all these characters are back. It makes it feel like a show. It's yeah. not just Kolchek and Vincenzo constantly with new people in their life. There's like a, a there's a there's stuff happening. Yeah. He's kind of building relationships with these people. I like that the the Ghoul is back and the Ghoul is like kind of on his side 
a little bit. Even though yeah, he makes yeah, him pay yeah, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. lottery, he still helps him out he with still, like, like helps, the real like, evidence. The, yeah, the evidence because yeah, the other like coroner or whoever shows up and he's got to like sneak behind his back and whatever, which I like. And that's where Kolchak finds out that like all oh, the fucking bone marrow's being sucked out. The zoo lady says that the goo is made up of hydrochloric acid, acetone, and bone marrow, which I'm not 100% sure how they'd be able to determine that, but whatever. Yeah, that's um, not a weird thing is that he, he shows her the black goo, there's like a little bit left over, even though they used high flamethrowers to get rid of it. Yeah. There's a little bit left over that all the government goons didn't notice. So he, he brings it over to her and she's like, yeah, that's the same thing as the other one. Doesn't even look, doesn't analyze it, does no tests on it. She right, just looks right, at right, it. Right. Yeah, that's the same, obviously. Like, you're yeah, a scientist. She looks like through a, she looks a, through a microscope for like two seconds and she knows the exact chemical makeup <laughs> of whatever the fuck that is. Uh, I, which I kind of really like. There's another... We meet a bunch of people that die. There's a guy who's invented a universal language. Uh, math. It's not mathematics. It's... What the fuck is it called? I wrote mathematics, but it's like mathematonics or something like something that. Weird, it's yeah. some weird thing that he calls the universal language. Except he's the only one who speaks it, so I don't understand <laughs> how it's at all universal. Uh, but he's like a weird... I do like in this episode that Quilchek is like... He's figuring out that it's a UFO. The government is involved. There's yeah. Like government agents trying to hush things up. But there's a great moment where he's he's essentially taking pictures of whatever this thing is. Yeah. And uh, he goes to get them for proof, and they're gone because this the dumb girl fucking reporter lady has given them to the government people. And she's her argument. She, he's like, you gave them to him, didn't you? Didn't you? And she says, what was I supposed to do? They had suits and ties. Yeah. <laughs> So does literally every man you, you work see in, an office. in your entire life. <laughs> it's the 70s. People still wore suits and ties. <laughs> you asshole. Yeah. She just immediately gave them up. No. And then she thought they were from the IRS and she was like going to get audited. They threatened me with an audit. What was I supposed to do? So funny. And he's like, you're... 20. How fucking much tax evasion could you have possibly done? Yeah. It's, well, this is the first episode where... Everyone covering it up kind of makes sense. Because the government's coming around and being like... This is hush hush. Yeah, it's this national is, security, whatever, whatever. It's not just the cops being like, hey, shut up. For no reason, being yeah, like, yeah. well, I don't believe this thing that clearly is a thing. Right. So this is the first episode where people are like, uh, are, are, where, where the hush hush kind of makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Kolchak and eventually, uh, there's a. We get, we get a shot. Uh, we cut to a shot at the planetarium. One of the security guards is dead. Um, the other security guard picks up a phone and goes, like, Hey, it's Carl. You better send a squad down here quick. And hangs up the phone. That is all the information he gives to whoever on the other side of the phone. I don't know who. He didn't dial a number. He just picked up a phone and said it's Carl. That's all it takes. Police are on their way. Uh-huh. What's your emergency? We literally don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They don't know. Be, is that a fire truck? The police? We need a squad car. They could be walk, They could be driving up to like a fucking massive like gang fire. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. know what it is. No, that's funny. That's so funny. Uh-huh. And then he leaves. He just walks out of the frame. Very weird. The, his fucking dead partner is just laying in a chair uh, to the point where Kolchak walks up. He's like, hey, old timer. Didn't mean to wake you up. He's like, oh, shit, you're dead. Oh, Never you're mind. a dead body. Yeah. This is weird. Uh, he kind of, there's like, also there's a thing where like all their watches stop. Everyone who's been near this thing, like all their watches stop at the exact same time. Yeah, yeah. And he notices, he's like, oh, it's got to be like an electromagnetic field. Uh, the kind that'll like fuck up a compass. When he's in there, he knows that he like pulls out a compass and it fucking fucks up. He's like, oh, the thing has got to be here. That's another thing we haven't mentioned. The thing's invisible. It's very, yeah, it, it definitely no. takes a second for you to realize like, Oh, the bad guy's invisible. Which is, like, effective here. They do it well, but it is the cheesiest way of not making yeah. an effect. We're because... Just, like, it's just a, like, they move the camera POV for the alien. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just people, like, reacting to, I don't know what. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. see... Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, But it's like, so what are they reacting to? Right. If it's, how do you know... Okay, so what happens is, there's what we just said, there's a point of view from the invisible alien. Right. And he's uh, going after Kolchak. Kolchak's like, oh no, I'm so scared, but how the he's, fuck does he know that there's an alien thing coming? you can't see it. Also, he starts taking pictures of what is presumably nothing. Uh, and he even points out the fact that, like, he says to the cops, so the cops eventually show up. He thinks he scared the thing off by shoot, by flashing the, the camera flash in its eyes. He's like, oh, it must hate the light. Uh, so the cops show up, and he's like, 
it's there because we can't see it. And just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Like, we know X-rays exist. We know cosmic rays exist. Just because we can't see them doesn't mean it's not there. And the cop's like, all right, so what are we supposed to do? He says, oh, these lights, these lights have, like, scared it off. The, the flash of the camera saved my life. So the cop's like, oh, okay, we got this now. And he goes and gets, like, floodlights or whatever. And then immediately, <laughs> Kolchak just walks out and it's just dead cops fucking everywhere everything's on fire everything's on fire <laughs> there's piles of fucking dead cops everywhere uh and fucking the main captain guy's like the lights just pissed him off uh which i fucking love the lights didn't even work no it made him angrier which i really enjoyed I and like- i like how much they like they immediately were like you piece of shit cold yeah like, they're it's mad his fault they're not even mad at the invisible monster. They're not even that freaked out by the fact that there's an invisible monster killing police officers. They're just mad that Kolchak gave them this light idea that didn't work. What's interesting, yeah. So, yeah, like, what's interesting about this is that Kolchak is a character. I feel like there's this thing in the past couple years on TV where it's like, there's a character who's a super genius. Right. And everyone around him, like, is dumb as fuck. <laughs> and they never <laughs> listen to him. And he always shows him up like... Uh, like Sherlock sure. uh, does that house, these different things where it's like this guy knows better than you. But this is interesting because it's a, it, it's it's a TV series about a guy who you know what is sometimes wrong and he, he fucks up. He doesn't so much know much more than us. He, he just really sort doesn't. of figuring out shit as it goes along. Yeah, and so he's like, oh, my flash worked, and then use lights, and they all just die. <laughs> So many dead cops, and fire, literally everything's, everything's on, fire. on fire. So much shit is on fire, and like shit that shouldn't be on fire is on fire. Like cement, there's just like stone steps that are on fire. It's so I love it so much. It was so funny. You uh, see that, and the the chief of police is so, so bad. Big. He's like, I have so many dead cops now. Yeah. You fucking asshole. Paperwork I have to do on all these dead cops. I believed you. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah, why yeah, they don't yeah. believe them because. Right? He's when like, he finally do, he's wrong. He gets a bunch of people killed. Oh, I loved it so much. Yeah, that uh, part was so. Was and that's so when Col- uh, Kolchak figures out that it's not the flash of the light; it's the it, the camera. Like there's a there's a charge that happens for the flash, and it makes this high pitched noise. Yeah, and it's the noise that is driving the the creature away, not the light. But they're not listening to him anymore because the last time they did, fifteen of their friends died. So yeah, thirty percent of the police force died, yeah, was yeah. annihilated. So Kolchak, <laughs> Kolchak, kind of goes back to his car or whatever. His car's kind of parked far away, and he just kind of stumbles upon that UFO. Like there's, I, a, there was I didn't really figure out how he knew where the UFO was. going There's be. a couple things he finds that dude's like the guy. Who, so the guy. Oh right. He he asked. This is what like we completely forgot. Uh, he figures out where the UFO is going to be because he's like, we. I need to talk to like UFO people. Just one thing I've learned is that UFO sightings. There's no branch of the government to report them to. Yeah. So people have to sort of resort to forming these like organizations on their own. So he goes to a meeting of like UFO oh, people. Yeah, these perverts. Yeah. <laughs> they are a bunch of fucking weirdos. Just a bunch of wackos. He go. Yeah. There's like one woman whose whole head is just covered in flowers. Like, I thought it was supposed to be a hat, but I don't think it is. And uh, the woman on stage who's talking about her experience is clearly just a drunk lunatic. Yeah. I really enjoyed her moment, too, because she's like, I was only on the UFO for, like, an hour. Uh, they gave me a drink that tasted very much like ginger ale and bourbon. It's like, oh, so you're yeah. just drunk. Yeah. It's like, and that's when the lead alien got frisky with me. It's like, oh, this is taking a turn. This you just funny. got date raped, and it's real uncomfortable now. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> clearly what happened. Uh, and they tell him that oh, one of our members called in a sighting uh, to this like part of town or whatever. And yeah. That's where he's able to figure out where the, the UFO is going to be, which he goes and tracks down. He sees the UFO and like opens and closes. He never sees the alien. I guess he's able to like chase it away with that. Like it shows up and he like knows it's there again, but he makes some noise. It gets in the fucking UFO and leaves. Yeah, it's it's, it's a little like we said earlier, disjointed. Where I I'm not. Still 100% clear how we got to the planetarium, uh, how we knew to go to the planetarium. I think the planetarium was police scanner because that guy called and said, Carl, you got to send the squad. And I think he just heard them call in like, oh, okay. a report of the planetarium. And how he found the, the, the UFO. Like that's He found the UFO, I think, from this that meeting where he's like, oh, where did you people call? In? Where, where's the only sighting that's happened in the last like week and a half? Okay. And it was this one park. So that's where he goes. Uh-huh. As, as disjointed as all of this is, the wrap-up at the end 
doesn't explain everything as much as you see them like they had the idea for the wrap up and kind of wrote the episode yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because basically what happens is he says like uh we don't know what happened, but uh think about it like this. Uh you break down somewhere, you have to go get some parts to fix your car, you grab a bite to eat, you get a map, you head back on on your uh you're on a road trip, your car breaks down, you get something to eat, you get the parts, you get a map, you head back on your on your way. And essentially, that's what the alien did, right? Yeah, very He broke down, yeah. he landed, he got some parts to fix his car, he ate some people, he went to the planetarium for a star map, and he went back on his fucking way, which is like, oh, I get it. I see what you did, but when you think about it, it's like, oh, they really kind of, they came up with that first and wrote the episode backwards. Yeah. And I think that's why it feels so disjointed in that's parts. A good, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, that's probably what they did, right? Mm-hmm. It's what it feels like to me, and that kind of explains why, like... They got into yeah. these, they kind of ripped themselves into these corners. Like, somebody had the idea, and it's a pretty good idea of, like, oh, aliens are like us, this is what happened. Maybe that's why people report aliens, because they just had a fucking breakdown, they had to land, and then fix their ship and leave. So they kind of wrote that idea, and then you go, oh, well, that's why he had to go to a planetarium, he had to eat some shit, he had to steal some electronics, like, they just kind of backwards wrote their way into it. Uh, that being said, I still kind of enjoyed it. My big question here is... Is anybody running any of these stories? Kolchak no longer works for a newspaper. <laughs> he works for an independent news service. Yeah. Essentially the AP, right? Writes stories. They go out onto the wire and then people, whatever. But I can't see any newspapers. What's the story here? He's written three stories so far for this INS, the independent news service, which is uh, a, a Immortal Jack the Ripper. Voodoo zombie UFOs. How does he still have a job? Yeah, it's he was supposed to cover a story about fucking missing animals at the zoo. It's it's a it's a little odd uh, because they 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 make reference to like whenever he'll like like in one episode the episode, the infamous episode where like he's like the last time you you invited me to coffee I had, I had to cover this story yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think what happens is that these paranormal things are like. Maybe every once in a while, and in between, then he just does the normal news. He just stories. does the rest of the news stories. I, that's the only thing I can. Think and I mean, of. that does kind of make sense because there are like in the previous episodes, like the zombie episode, all like the mob and the black gangs were mad at him because of stories he had written yeah. about crime or whatever. So he must be doing other stories. It's it's not it's not made clear if these episodes like how far apart these episodes are. Right, right, right. Meaning right. like, okay, so I had this crazy encounter with Jack the Ripper. Whoa, that was weird. Yeah. And then, next like, week is, is it, it also... next week the yeah, zombie, yeah, yeah, or is yeah, it a, yeah. a couple months later, or, or, or what exactly? So, I think he does do kind of like the normal news stories, and then every once in a while has these insane breakdowns where he he, he fights, you know, Jack the Ripper <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, maybe he's just an alcoholic. Like, if that's the end of this Whoa. story, it's like every so often he just goes off in a binge, and he's like, I'm gonna kill this zombie, and it's just some black dude like, hey, can you please stop <laughs> yeah. putting salt in my mouth, just sir, I'm on the from, bus. From yeah. Haiti. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just Wyclef Sean. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, it's weird. I'm gonna sew your mouth shut, Wyclef. Stop, stop, sir, sir. <laughs> that is one thing I was thinking when I was watching the fourth episode. I was like, man, how funny would it be if the final episode is just like... Everyone being like, hey, you're clearly insane. Uh, there's been 20 news stories you've tried to file that are obviously your imagination. You're a drug addict. Like, like what if yeah, like, yeah, the big yeah, reveal yeah, yeah. is that? <laughs> it's just, he's just a complete lunatic. He's just a lunatic. Yeah. I, I, what I like to think is the first episode was real. He, fe- he fought a vampire. His life fell apart because of fighting that vampire, and now he's just a wild alcoholic. It would make sense. It would explain why he's been in, like, nine different cities with the same editor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're both just drunks. (laughs) Just two drunk dummies hanging out, yelling (laughs) about the news. (laughs) It's the news! Oh, shit. Uh, Episode four, speaking of which... The Vampire. I really uh, liked this one. I like this episode a lot. a lot. I kind of also like when I initially saw that oh we're doing a vampire episode. I was like like, all, like so fast. It seems very quick to get back to a vampire. I'm fine with it. It actually yeah, makes perfect sense, particularly with his character, the way he handles it. 
because he's like, oh, I know exactly what's happening. It's a vampire. Let's get to this. There's no fucking around. It's like a sequel, kind of. Yeah, in, yeah. in many ways. Because it's it's a vampire who can't... Well, well we're getting ahead of ourselves. But we'll, yeah. yeah, no, it's fine. You can just... Yeah. Well, talk. what I thought was interesting was that, like... So, was this this lady who was the lady yeah, vampire? Yeah, well, she that, now that I just realized... I didn't even realize this the whole time I was watching it. She was the missing victim... From Vegas. From Vegas. From that oh, first that's movie. So, so it's a straight-up... It's a straight-up sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I, awesome. I, so it, what I liked about it was that... So we, we, I, I believe this is the first time in the series uh, that the bad guy was a lady, which is interesting. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah, so. yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it's always been female victims. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so it's... So that's kind of interesting. But also, it's it's a forgotten victim of that original vampire from that first fucking movie. Right. And then, so, that, so I thought that was kind of interesting. But what I, also, what I liked about it was that, if I remember correctly, he kind of doesn't... There's acknowledgments that, like, yeah, this is probably, like, from that first movie. Yeah. But there's never any moment where he's going, like, well, once upon a time in Vegas, I was there and I yeah, fought yeah, a vampire. Yeah, yeah, he never yeah, really yeah, does yeah, yeah. that. No, he never... He. He acts as if everyone kind of already knows that about him. Yeah. When he goes to the, there's a, like, a, of course he has to go to the police to try to convince them that they're dealing with a vampire. But I like that that's real early. There's no, again, what I really like is the, the common way you handle this sort of story is the guy's trying, he's following a trail of murders, blah, 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 at the end, twist, it's a vampire. The opposite way to do it, which is how they do it on the show, is five minutes in. It's a fucking you know vampire. Yeah. Now how do you deal with it? I like it, And I yeah. just like the way they handle telling that story. But again, he has to go to the police and convince the new police. Like He's in uh, Los Angeles this time. He's, like, traveling for Yay, a, finagles a story. Yay, finagles away to... What? Actually, again, the, the moments... I think the humor is working more and more mm-hmm. in these episodes as they get to kind of get a handle on who Kolchak is as a character. Yeah, yeah. And, and particularly that relationship between... Vincenzo and Kolchak because like you said in the last episode Vincenzo knows exactly how to manipulate Kolchak into getting into the story he wants Kolchak knows exactly how to manipulate Vincenzo in this one as well it's like that that relationship is real good he like tricks Vincenzo into sending him to LA once he hears oh shit there might be a vampire right he has a guy he knows who's uh, like now doing like television news who comes to him and says hey no one's reporting on this but there's this fucking these murders, they sound like, like, you told me to keep an eye out for any possible fucking vampire murders or whatever. We have these. Uh, the news service says that they somebody from this office has to go to Los Angeles to cover, like, some guru guy that's out there. Some, like, Dalai Lama-esque character or whatever. And Kolchak's like, oh, I can get a free fucking trip to L.A. to handle this so I can talk about this. I can look into this vampire thing. And he, like... Updike wants to do it, but he fucking finagles his way in. It's just well done. Uh, but what I really... Uh, he's just, like, asking. I was like, oh, so what... Uh, yes, Updike, like... Updike's like, oh, I've read some books on uh, Transcendental Meditation. I think I can really handle this interview. And he's like, oh, what books should you read? The the Ram Dass? The blah, blah, blah? Well, he names, like, five books. And Updike's like, oh, I only... Re- uh, no, I only read the one. I love that up uh, that Kolchak apparently... Why in a transcendental meditation? How weird! He's is named that? like five books about it. Yeah, that yeah, transcendental meditation is like a weird fucking thing. It's super seventies, I think. Very I mean, 70s. it also kind of made a comeback. I know some people now that like I've seen like comics talk about it and shit, but like it's a, like weird, a certain sect of comic. It's but. it's an interesting thing because yeah, back in the day, like that was a thing that like the Beatles were into. Uh, Andy Kaufman of yeah, all people yeah, yeah, was yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. Like it's such a fucking, but it's like it's not a cult, but it's like. There's some people I, I we don't have to get into this, but I've, no, I've read get like, into it, please. a thing where like there's people who are like involved with transcendental meditation or TM as they call it, and uh, they've like broken away from it and been like, "Fuck these people! <laughs> these people are bad people!" It's wow. such a weird thing. You wouldn't expect. Also, that. I don't, I'm, and I also don't know anything about transcendental meditation. As far as I know, you just kind of like sit. Yeah, that's that. That's it. Right, you just sit in silence and like. Don't think, right? You just and like clear your mind or whatever. Yeah, me- meditation. You maybe is do tight. like a, like a fucking just like a mantra or whatever. Yeah. How much damage can that do? Like, how bad can those people? I don't be? know. I don't know. I, I I don't know a ton about it. Yeah. I I I used to be into meditation when I was in high school because I was a troubled teen and I had to do it to uh, not be insane. But there oh was yeah, like, hold on. You can't just drop that nugget on me and not. Oh, oh yeah. How yeah, troubled? Yeah. Of, what kind of troubled teen were you? Just uh, an uh, an upset young man. Just, uh, just in the ways that like 
What, did you do, like, drugs and steal shit? Or were you just, no, like, a pain in the ass? I, I was... Because <laughs> there's two levels of yeah, troubled yeah. teen. There's, like, oh, I'm out drugging and drinking and fucking things up. Um, or you're just like, get away from me, mom! Or yeah, a, 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 an angry man, an angry yeah. young man, a very sad man, a, okay. a man who uh, had his issues with things. Okay. So uh, so meditation, I found, was was a very relaxing thing to do. It's actually yeah. incredible. Okay. It's the best. I don't do it anymore. <laughs> How dumb is that? <laughs> yeah, that's a great sentence. No, it's I literally the best thing you can do for yourself. I drink 12 beers a night instead now, but whatever. It's totally fine. It's just, uh, it's a great thing. And so I think what happens with with these groups who do meditation and all, and all this shit is that like, you know, it's it's the pre- it's like uh it's like the Catholic Church, okay? What they teach and what they preach is a beautiful thing. Right, right, right. The well, people actually, who carry it out right, right, right. are fucking monsters. Sure, They're that makes bad sense. people. That makes sense. So it's like you take a human element into a into a, a beautiful concept, and that's what's ru- what what ruins it. When you meditated, did you have a mantra? Is that a thing you have to have? There were there were words. Oh, okay. I, I there was never anyone who gave. This is just stuff I would read. read. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I never had like a mentor who would be like, "This is your mantra." Right. I know that some people had their own and stuff, but um, no, you would just look up words. You don't even the words don't even mean anything. It's it's oh. more it's more like a um. So you could use it with anything. Like right. you literally could even just do it with. It's just about syllables, yeah, yeah, yeah. almost. So honestly, if you just wanted to meditate, all you'd have to do is sit down. Two words. Um, let's look around. What, <laughs> I love how you're looking around the room and there's literally stuff everywhere. And I can't see. Okay, so there's no words. So uh, lone star. Lone star. Breathe in. Lone. Push out star. Okay. <laughs> I, I swear to God. No, and I you feel you. it, and you start with your toes, and you right. move up from your toes all the way up to your goddamn head, and then you fucking push that shit out. God, I wonder why I don't meditate anymore. What an <laughs> asshole. So you just... No, I'm fine with what you said, but I would really like you to be a fucking like, guru, <laughs> a meditation guru or somebody. So I just picture you sitting on like a big pillow. There's a bunch of people in front of you, and you just go. So you start with your toes, and you go all the way up to your goddamn head. <laughs> Lone Star, bitch. It seems like a, not particularly. So, depending upon what school of thought you subscribe to, your your, your mantra can be a thing that actually means something, or Ooh. it could just literally be whatever Please you want. Time. So, yeah. it, it is a very. Uh, 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 relaxing, interesting thing. Did man? Maybe I should do this again. Yeah, maybe get into it. Yeah, maybe I should. No, I wouldn't say things like "goddamn head" and <laughs> "Lone Star" was literally "Lone Star" was okay. a mantra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Fuck, you kind of got into it real quick there. Yeah, it was like "Lone Star." Oh, that I feel was it. Oh, I interesting. Feel it. Yeah, I, I levitate a little bit. When I <laughs> so, um, so the, the the so I feel like with, with meditation, there's almost like a weird cult of personality with right. the people who are in charge of it. Uh, I'm a, you, you saw that that whole what was the thing Holy Hell on Netflix? Yeah, 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 yeah fucking yeah, crazy, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I haven't actually watched that yet, but it's it's nuts. Yeah. So it's it's so so meditation is actually a very interesting thing. Speaking of cults, I'm getting you out of this. Yes, back into the show. Oh yeah, the show that we're supposed to talk about. <laughs> it's but so back fine. to me in high school, oh, yeah. I was sad. <laughs> this fucking guy. Um. There's a cult of sorts. Uh, the murders are being pit- so now we've got murders. There's fang holes in the neck. They're drained of blood. Yeah. Uh, the cops seem to think it's a me- it's members of a coven. They don't say coven. They say coven. Coven, which I enjoy very much. Uh, <laughs> it's just someone who's done no research. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. that's coven. Right. <laughs> if you say so. Uh, um, if you say so. Uh, it's a, they think it's being fucking like ritualistic human sacrifice. Uh, because they like to drink blood. That's why the blood has been drained. There's some sort of suction device or whatever, which they have no evidence of a suction device. They're just saying it to explain away why the fucking blood is missing. But I love that Kolchak is like, uh, the guy's like, no, it is, uh, they're witches and Satanists that are doing human sacrifice uh, to appease their demon god or whatever. <laughs> and Kolchak's like, well, actually, it seems more like a vampire. And the guy's like, this guy's a fucking idiot! How funny is that? <laughs> it's, so um, it's not that they're obviously Satanists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right>? yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kolchak has some weird. He's like annoyed by LA, uh, 
by L.A. because, quote, some of the men wear glitter on their eyelids. Yeah, that was great. I guess. Motherfucker, you fight vampires semi-regularly. You're, you're upset by a dude with eyeshadow? <laughs> it seems like a weird line to draw. You're literally telling cops to carry a cross and a wooden <laughs> stake so you can sh- hit a vampire in the heart. Like, who are you to judge? Yeah, yeah. They've got glitter in their eyelids. I gotta get back to Chicago. Uh, <laughs> where they know how to treat guys like that, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, man. Violence. So he, <laughs> he, uh, he goes... So he's supposed to be covering this fucking... Uh, guru guy, he goes to meet up with him to cover, to interview him, but he's late for the meeting. The guy's already left. Uh, but the the woman who, so the house he's meeting at is being sold, and there's a real estate agent there who's selling the house. She tells him that she had a lot of, she had, you know, spoke to the guy a lot when he was living there. Uh, and Kolchak's like, oh, you talked to him a lot? How about you write the story? Put my name on it. Yeah. He literally just says that. And then if they like it, I'll try to get you hired or whatever. And she, You're she, I guess she's like I used to. She like went to school for yeah. like journalism or whatever and had a bad marriage. There's a bunch of weird backstory that I don't give a fuck about. This lady has a lot of coincidences. Uh, we'll get into yeah, later, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's a bunch of like goofy shit going on where uh, Vincenzo keeps calling me like, "Where's the story you promised me?" And he's like. Like putting on like an electric razor to make it sound like oh, I can't hear you. The line's so breaking funny, up or whatever. Yeah. What's funny to me is like it's it's he's not supposed to be on a cell phone. I don't even understand what noise he's supposed to be trying to make. <laughs> what is that? Doesn't make point, any yeah. sense. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, the, so the vampire is it's actually pretty good. I like the idea. He's the vampire is working as a uh, as a prostitute for like an yeah. escort agency. She keeps going out on these jobs and then killing Johns or whatever. There's an awesome sequence where so so Kolchak figures out that this girl like her sister was one of the Vegas victims. They were both high priced call girls, so he figures out that she. Everyone said she works for this catering agency, which is a front for the fucking yeah escort service. So he calls and he's like, uh, "I'm trying to reach so and so," and she, uh, the pimp guy, is like, "Yeah, uh, uh, you want to talk to her? You got to go through me or whatever." And he's like, "This is so and so catering." He's like, "Yes." Yeah. Well, I was hoping she could deliver me something warm. Not gross. It's like oh, so gross. It's yeah. so gross. Uh, and the guy, it, it, also not only gross, it's a real shitty code. Like <laughs> I know what you're saying, dummy. And also, <laughs> this pimp guy, like, there's no vetting process at all. All you got to do is say something vaguely food related <laughs> that also could be sexual, and he's like, all right. He passes yeah. the test. He's we liter- send a woman to him. He's literally a reporter here to write about this. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, that's so funny, man. When I was fourteen, we had a we had a code. If you'd call somebody, where we we'd be like uh, paranoid that we because it was before cell phones, you'd call right. someone's house. Yeah, we were paranoid, like like oh, what if someone hurt? So right. we'd be like, hey, what are you doing later? You want to hang out and. Which meant, do you want to get together and smoke marijuana? <laughs> it's, the easy, it's the most easily decipherable code. We literally we made the, the sound, sound of, smoking of smoking marijuana. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, we were dumb. Yeah, that's real stupid. We also, we uh, we kind of knew what edible pot was. That was before, like, everyone knew what that was. Yeah. So we literally one time took some weed and put it in a glass of milk and put the milk in a microwave. And I drank <laughs> the milk. And it was a disaster. <laughs> Didn't work at all. Just disgusting. When uh, when uh, I was probably I don't know about we twelve or thirteen, we found uh, me and this kid Dave Altman found a pot plant growing in the woods. Wow! Uh, and it was like we brought the like we picked a leaf off of it because we were like, oh, that looks like weed. And we went back to his his house and his mom was like, oh, that's weed. Like his mom didn't give a fuck. I thought that she was bad. Like she would definitely not would have. She would definitely not have let us smoke weed. But she was being honest. But she was like, oh, that's definitely marijuana. Yeah. Like, Where'd you find it? Or whatever. And then she just let him like have it because she also knew like you can't just get high off one pot leaf. Yeah, we, but didn't, know. we didn't know. So we were just like, oh, we gotta fucking get high. Like we knew, like it should be dried out, so we definitely put it in the microwave. Oh god! And then the whole house just immediately stunk of like shitty pot. And she was like, "What are you idiots doing? Like, there's no fucking." We we're just sitting in front of the microwave watching the countdown. She just let you have pot it? grow. Oh yeah, because it was one leaf. Yeah, she knew for a fact. Like you don't get high off the leaves anyway. It's the buds. I mean, you could right. get high off the leaves. You smoke it off of them, but one pot leaf isn't going to do anything. Interesting. So, so we just fucking tried to dry it in the microwave. 
Like a bunch of ass. And it just curled up like a shrinky thing. Mm, fucking idiots. <laughs> we were real stupid. Uh, so that. so he orders a prostitute because he's trying to order the prostitute that he knows to be the vampire. But they send a different girl. And he's, that was funny. I like she like he uh, lets her in. She turns around. And he's got the cross and a fucking uh, stake and a hammer. And she's like, "What kind of?" She's like, "What freako scene is this?" I love seventies fucking sex talk. It's, so it's good. great because so she walks in the room. The big reveal. Turns the light on, closes the door. He's holding a cross. For some reason, he has a cross written in he, lipstick he made, on the yeah, door. On the door, he drew a cross with lipstick, and it has no effect because she's a normal human. Sure. What if you wa- what if you were one of these call girls that happened? I'd be like, well, I'm about to get murdered. Well, his well, what what I actually kind of enjoy is that a prostitute's response is like, it's going to cost extra. Like, there's yeah, no yeah, thing yeah. Out of me. It's just like, <laughs> look, you're in the freaky weird shit. It's fine, but it costs more. Uh, she has great lines. Well, the pimp's name is Ichabod, by the way. The least pimp name in the history of the world. But she goes, that's Ichabod. He's the main man. My sugar mac. Ugh. Who, like... Ichabod. Yeah, yeah. I kind of was hoping when they said that, like, oh, this is going to be a weird... Oh, like, fuck, Hedden yeah. Horseman fucking vampire crossover. fucking guy's going to show up in the series? That'd be great. <laughs> it would be great. I don't see it happening. Damn. Uh, he had a great suit, but I don't see that happening. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, he also has a weird, like, libertarian argument. Uh, so the next day, Kolchek shows up because he wants to know where to find this girl because he wants the actual girl he's looking for who is the vampire. Uh, he's written, he's like, I'm writing a story about you. Uh, and fucking Ichabod's like... Uh, you can't do that. That's an invasion of the laissez-faire policy of free market capitalism. Yeah, what the hell? What the fuck are you talking about? Just Norm Wilkerson is a pimp. He's a hate us so much. That's a joke for just comics, but he's an old man who's very libertarian. I love you, Norm. If you listen to the show, he did fucking cop rock with it. Um... <laughs> we find a out... A libertarian pimp, holy shit. <laughs> we find out that, uh... She has been sent on a job uh, with uh, a famous football player. Yeah. Not like actual real life famous, but in the old For the show, yeah. famous football player. Uh, one thing I'll say about that scene when they show up, bearskin rugs need to make a comeback. Yeah, how fucking cool are they? I feel like I missed the opportunity to fuck on a bearskin rug. It'd be amazing. It's got to be great. I mean, it's clearly been a thing for decades. That, like, that was the height of sexuality, was just fucking on a dead fucking animal. Fucking on a dead animal's back. <laughs> but I, I say that now, but I feel bad. Like, we probably should be killing bears. But, uh... Oh, fuck them. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so sick of bears. <laughs> fuck you. If you're a bear and you're listening, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Fucking asshole, seven foot tall piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck twice in your life. Fuck you. Uh, you've heard it. Hot take, Pat Dean. Hot take. That's hot, me. Hot take, Pat hot Dean. Hot take, Dean. Fuck bears. God. Um, the rest. I, I will say this, and we haven't mentioned it yet. There have been a few. Like she's killed a few people at this point, and we yeah. watched her attack people. I really, whoever the actress is, she's crazy. I fucking really enjoy her take on this vampire. She's creepy like, as fuck, man. And like the, the noises she makes, she makes this really creepy, like shrill. It's not even a shriek. It's like a weird animal noise. It's really good, and she's so quick. What I really like is like the old timey vampire, which she is kind of. She's just got two fangs, and she's like wearing a seventies ass dress or whatever. So that's a little goofy. But when she moves, she moves like a fucking animal. She yeah. pounces and yeah, jumps, yeah. and she's really, really good. Yeah, most most vampires you see, it's always like some old dude. He's got like a goblet of wine. Yeah, yeah. Because because yeah. you need wine when you're a vampire, and it's you know so I mean? much like it's always about like the oh, I mesmerized you, so now I can approach slowly or whatever. Yeah, and she is none of that. She's, shit. she's, she's like just, a caged animal, yeah, man, yeah. like rabies or something. I right? really, really like the way very she cool take that. on it. Uh, the other so unbeknownst to her, this pimp, this this prostitute situation was set up by his other football teammates and they have shown up to be like ha ha I got you a prostitute it's hilarious uh, and she is this funny that I get to fuck this chick yeah 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 I have friends like that <laughs> so weird and they want to be around like get out of here yeah that was a weird 70s uh, thing yeah, yeah, watch yeah. this like, guy get his hang out with my buddies by a vampire yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ uh, so they show up and she just fucking rips through them here's the moment 
And I don't know if you noticed, but she was like, so she throws one guy against the wall. So he throws another guy. Kolchak has shown up because he think he the pimp told her where told him where she was going to be with yeah. his football player. <laughs> a guy who is supposed to be thrown through. So there's like like patio doors, like glass patio doors. One guy gets thrown through them, and it's good. He like is, he starts in the air from the side of the frame, so you don't see him. He just comes flying into flame through the door. The next guy who goes through those doors takes three steps and jumps through those doors. There is no... He's in frame. He looks to the right. He runs and jumps through a fucking door. Not in a way to escape because there's now an open space where his friend was thrown through it. He is supposed to have been thrown, but he just runs and his dives <laughs> sideways. It is the phoniest piece of shit moment. moment and I didn't even notice run, that. Oh, it's, I'll, you should go back. It's okay. really fucking good. See, I loved... See, it, it's it's funny you say that because, like, like I said earlier, like I think it's... It, they right. did a good job of like people being just thrown effortlessly. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to go back and look at that. Yeah, like it, When it, those dudes were all being man. thrown around, I thought that was like, it was great. really like, They were cool. getting thrown through like the fireplace and like over these tables. She kills a few of them because when the cops show up, there's multiple fucking like, uh, chalk outlines chalk on the ground. Yeah. The, the cop is like, uh, so so Kolchak is like, so this girl, this 100-pound girl just fucked up these football players. Your cops chased him for like 15 blocks. It's a goddamn vampire. They have superhuman strength. And the cop's like, well, have you ever heard of Kung Fu? Yeah. And Kolchak's like, it wasn't Kung Fu and it wasn't Chow Mein. I That's fucking great. love, like... There was a time when white people didn't really respect martial arts. Not even a little. Even a little bit. So it was just like Hong Kong fooey horseshit to them. So they're like, Hong Kong fooey. So it just was. It's like, they just put Chinese food into it. It's so. Oh, I just love it so much. Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. Yeah. That's was, that was the fucking guy he was talking to. Was that? Oh, that's 100%. William Daniels. I, the whole time I've been trying to figure out why I knew that voice. That was voice. him. And it's the voice more than anything yep. else. Like yeah, that's absolutely from seventeen seventy six, and also from uh, goddamn Boy Meets World. <laughs> uh, uh, the cops still aren't buying that this is a vampire. And Colton's like, "Look, you got to fucking track this guy down. Put a fucking track her down. Put a stake through her heart. The only thing that's going to work." There's like nine chalk outlines. How do you not understand? She, he's like, "Your cops chased her for like fucking fifteen miles or whatever on foot." And the guy's like, she "Could like." Could be a member of that Coven. They all had long hair. Like, that was okay. so funny. It's such yeah, a seventies thing. Such we know boys these days with their long hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. glitter everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Back to that. Uh, Kolchak uses the real estate lady to figure out where this girl is living because she he realizes from Vegas that they need a house that they can sleep in during the day. He realizes like oh this one is like secluded but it's run down. Nobody else is going to want it. It's so funny because literally like a minute before. This scene happens where he finds the actual house she lives in. I was like, this is the first episode we've seen where he doesn't have to break into a creepy house. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. nope, he nope, does. Never mind, 100%. Never mind. Creepy house. Uh, he doesn't get in, though, which I... That, that is Pretty funny, right? Handled so weirdly. So he shows up. He gets out of the car. He's got, like, a gas can. He's got a steak. He's got whatever. He walks kind of through the woods, a little bit through the woods to get to this house. Or, like, up through some trees or whatever. And he's, like, walking around trying to get in this house, and he can't get in, which I actually really like, because the previous house, every time he's gotten into one, he's just, like, kicking a door, kicking a window, he's in the house, but there's, like, fucking bars on the windows and yeah. shit, and he can't get into the house. So he gets to this one door, and he's trying to open the door, and he just keeps hearing, like, <laughs> like crazy fucking vampire sound that she's been making the whole episode. And it's loud. And he'll stop working on the door and then turn and like look around. Like, where's that noise coming from? Where's that noise coming from? And it happens like three times or maybe twice. And then the third time, he turns and she is nine inches from his face. Yeah. He is, she is right just there. right. Like, there's, I don't understand how he didn't see her. The noise hasn't gotten any louder. It's the same volume. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's just been there the whole time. He just refused to he look. He just didn't notice. He just didn't look to the left. You're I guess. a reporter. Like, <laughs> how do you not know these things? Immediately, like, she's on. And, like, I love She pounces real fast. Yeah. But he's mad. He able, he's able to get the cross out. Uh, there's a little bit of a chase. Here's where she gets uh, a little problematic for old Cubus. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. He, uh... He runs back to like towards his car, uh, to where he left the gas can, and he takes it out of the car. But I, the whole time I see the gas can, he's like, "Oh, he's gonna." So there's a thing that I haven't mentioned, which is that 
the cops tell him, you got to get out of town. Fucking, if you're not on the plane tomorrow morning, we're going to fucking put you on one. You're going to be in jail or whatever the fuck. And it's so funny because he has like a, but it's so weird because they're, they're like, you got to be up by 6 a.m. Right. So I'm like, oh, crazy. That's probably like pretty soon. But it's like a, like a 12 hour window. It's a long window. It's weird. It's a long window. Um, so the, the, but the reason that's important is he can't wait for sunup. To kill the vampire while it's dormant, right? Because he has to be on a plane, or the cops are going to come. Mr. Feeney's going to kick him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he goes after her at night when she's still powerful. He manages to take this cross and like he sticks it to her back, and she rolls over and like he kind of pins like the burns cross. her really. He's like bad. burning yeah, her real cool. bad. But what I also like is that since she rolls over on top of it, it's pinning her. It's like she's pinning the cross to the ground, but she can't get away from the cross because it's stuck to her back. Uh, at which point. I don't know. Did they show? Okay. So you see him pour all his gasoline. He lights it on fire. And then there's a giant cross that is now burning. Uh, Yeah. I didn't know where the cross came from. Like, I didn't see it when he showed up. It's out of nowhere. Uh, And also, I don't like the imagery. I I get it. I understand. But, like, yeesh. Yeah. I literally wrote down KKK to the rescue, which is not a great sentence for me to write down ever it's, in my life. The thing about it is that if there was foreshadowing to it, because they say... It would have been better. They say in, 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 in the show... So, but yeah, so he likes... Kojak says at one point in the show, like, the only way you can, like, keep her at bay is with a cross. Right. He says that much. And, so, and then he has a cross on the wall, he has his hand cross. I'm assuming that's all it's going to be until... He lights a 19-foot-tall cross, cross on, on fire. fire. And so what happens is... They, they they mention at the end like oh it was a local landmark I had to pay for a new one you had whatever to replace it yeah and I was happy to do it whatever but so if they had mentioned that earlier like oh there's this giant cross that overlooks right. Los Angeles yeah okay whatever it comes out of nowhere it comes out of complete nowhere and he's it's, it's a burning cross it's a, and it's not like it's not anything else it's not like. He set the house on fire and it collapsed in such a way that it made a cross. No, nope. and then he was lucky, and that's what like like kept her at bay or whatever. He just knows where there's a cross and knows to set it on fire, and that's really uncomfortable for me. Yeah, uh, it, but it also kind of works in the sense that like if a cross can keep her at bay, then a giant one will really have it an makes effect on sense. Her. But yeah, yeah, yeah. if you you got to foreshadow it a little bit, foreshadow you got to take into but, account but also, American guess, history. It's 1974. People weren't so sensitive, I guess. I or guess, actually, what I mean to say is, white people didn't give a fuck. About yeah, didn't care at all. Anybody else at that point? But my point. But the thing is, though, in 1973 or four, whenever they yeah. made this. You're not that far. You're way off. close. You're way close to You're it. You're a decade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from, from goddamn George, whatever his yeah, name George is, Wallace. trying to stop yeah, segregation. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you gotta think about this. Nope. Nope. I'm, no, absolutely I not. It. It I mean, and, uh, th- but also, it was effective. She then, like, freaks out and, like, she can't, like, it kind of knocks her out, essentially. It's so yeah. much cross. Then he fucking drives a stake through her heart. The just, second time he's murdered. Just as the police show up. This, and I, I literally wrote, I wrote, Jesus Christ, Kolchak. Again, like, that's what I wrote down. He just can't the stop doing this. That same moment. He loves it. Uh, because, and I actually do like the explanation of, like, they could see that burning cross from miles away. Of course someone called the police. Uh, the, but also the, the detective had been tailing. They, he says, like, they, they had cops tailing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then I like, and I was like, oh, this is, he's going to get banned from like, and he said, he gets like, the next thing is him on a plane, like, because it opens with him on a plane coming back from Los Angeles, and this right. is all flashback, and then it's, the end is him on the plane, like, wrapping up this story, and he says that, uh, he's like, they charged me with murder, of course, and I was like, fuck, again with this? Uh, it's like, but they dropped the charges 12 hours later, because the coroner says, like, uh, he's like, I don't know why, but while I was in the office, I was able to see the coroner's report. And it says that this uh, was a body of a, of a female species human uh, who had been dead for at least three years. Yeah, uh, and I was like, oh, all right, that's fucking pretty cool. Um, as far as like how he's able, like if they had just done the same, we've got you for murder. You got to get out of town and don't talk about it. I'd be upset. But the like, yes, they caught him, but then they realized, like, we're we're supposed to believe that Feeney realized, oh, this is a fucking vampire. Yeah. Uh, I really liked the way it was wrapped up. I, yeah. say, I, I really enjoyed this episode. I, thought I it liked it. I really liked it. One of the better. I mean, they've all been good. Like, I've enjoyed all of these episodes, For but sure. this has been like one of the better. 
It was it was very good. The 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 the, the villain was convincing. Yeah. Because of how just fucking, I mean, she's like a hundred pound woman. Yeah, yeah. But she was so creepy with those noises that you bought the movement and her like how fast and like vicious she was. You bought the fact that she's just throwing former football players around. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Uh, Yeah, I I I like the episode. the The only thing is that the only thing that that I thought was kind of weird was that like, so every episode ended with him being like. So far, being like, "Oh fuck, I was gonna put, I was gonna publish a story, right. but now but I can't because of this." Destroyed or whatever. He didn't even attempt to publish a story. No, I don't think so. I mean, he's record, he's keeping it in like his tape recorder for like later. He did in the previous yeah. ones, oh, okay. I, I guess for like posterity or yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, but it's good. I'm still fucking in the show, man. I like the theme song. Yeah, that theme I, song that, yeah, at yeah, the yeah, end it, is it, fucking cool. It opens a little too nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it opens like, it feels like it's going to be a family sitcom. Like, Kolchak's going to come home and talk to his kids. Because yeah. it's like kind of piano-y and whatever. And then it kind of jumps into like creepy that at weird, the end, man. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that, 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 that closing theme is, is uh, not, not haunting, but it's cool. I yeah. like it. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still on board for the show, man. 100%. I'm still waiting for them to fight Bigfoot. <laughs> or the Loch Monster or whatever. You might have to wait a little bit, but I do enjoy the show. Um, anything you want to plug? Uh, but, 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 just uh, follow me on Twitter at Pat Dean or look, friend me on Facebook. That's where I put all my shows. Do that too. Friend me. You know, please, be, please, please be friends with Pat Dean. Be, I need it. He's not an angry man anymore. I, no. say, I say as he screams into the microphone. <laughs> please be my friend. <laughs> screaming. Yeah, I, I got uh, I, I got shows that I promote on there. So so find me on there or don't. We'll still we'll, we'll still be okay. Um, I don't know when this is gonna be out. Probably, I pro- I will either have just done Houston or I'm just coming back from Houston. I will certainly be in San Francisco on the 24th, uh, taping the guest list for CISOs. We'll come out for that. Hell yeah. Uh, I am going to be in LA doing a bunch of shows. I'll be back. Oh, I'm doing, nope, this will not be out in time for that. Whatever. I'm on, inst- um, all of my shit is at Chris Cubis, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, fuck Snapchat. Uh, I if you like the show, rate, review, subscribe, please on iTunes. It helps. Tell your friends to listen. Share it on your social media. It helps us very do it. much. Just do it already. Oh, I just remembered. Uh, I, have, I also have a podcast, Storyfellers.com. Go to it. It's great. We it's tell super st- fun. I've done it. It's a really good yeah, show. It's just check a, it out. It's just this podcast where we tell stories and we have a good time. So uh, if you want to find out, go to that website, please. Awesome. Uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye.